Travelwitch Radio, the show that lets you scratch your lust for travel from the friendly confines of your home. I'm your host, Dan Schlossberg, along with my longtime friend and colleague, Mary Ellen Newton Lee. And this is the 465th episode of Travelwitch Radio. Every Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, we visit with hoteliers, airline executives, authors, photographers, publicists, and others in the travel world. Listen live on iTunes or blogtalkradio.com, or feel free to check out the show later by typing Travel Itch Radio into the blogtalkradio.com search box and clicking on today's date, July 7, 2022. And our guest tonight is my good friend Charles Winters of the Huntsville, Alabama Convention and Visitors Bureau, Welcome back to Travel Witch Radio, Charles. It's been a long time. Thank you so much, Dan and Mary Ellen. Yeah, it's it's actually it's been too long. It's been, I believe, eight years, and uh, so much has happened in in Huntsville, the Rocket City, uh, and I just can't wait to uh, to tell you both about it. Okay, so that's my next question. Please tell us what's new and why Huntsville is called the Rocket City. Well, the the story about the the Rocket City. Um, Huntsville is the uh, the location where Dr. Werner von Braun and his team of rocket scientists, which included Germans uh, and uh, Americans, uh, Alabamians, uh, uh, came up with the uh, very first rocket uh, that put the uh, uh, U.S. Uh, on, uh, I'm sorry, into orbit with uh, Explorer One, and then after that. Uh, he worked with the U.S. Army and then uh, became NASA uh, and worked on the uh, Mercury, Gemini, and Apollo uh, missions where uh, it sent mankind to the moon. So the, the crowning achievement for Dr. Von Braun was the uh, uh, landing on the moon, uh, and that was uh, Apollo uh, 11. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, yeah, Apollo 11, which was uh, January 20th, 1969. I was pretty young then. I wasn't quite five, but uh, I do remember those black and white photos, and wow, what um, what a, a crowning achievement. Um, so ever since then, um, Huntsville has been known as the Rocket City, and even today, uh, Huntsville is the home of Marshall Space Flight Center, which is NASA's main propulsion uh, um, location, and they are um, actually coming up with the Artemis rocket um, that will take mankind and put the first woman on the moon, uh, and they're saying 2024 for that. So we have a lot to uh, to look forward to. Whew. Well, I'm glad you mentioned July 20th, 1969, because I have to interject here a baseball story involving a baseball Hall of Famer, Gaylord Perry. When he came up to the major leagues in 1962 with the Giants, manager Alvin Dark told him he was such a lousy hitter that the day he hit a home run would be the day man walked on the moon. And guess what happened on July 20th, 1969, in addition no. to the lunar landing? Not only did Gaylord Perry hit the first of his eight major league home runs, but he and his brother Jim Perry combined to win three games. Jim won both ends of a doubleheader that day. Wow. wow. Mm. That, that, was, that, <laughs> so that is kind of one of my ironic and cool baseball stories. But let's get back to Huntsville. Charles, Huntsville has more rocket scientists per capita than any city in the U.S. Is that accurate? Yeah, that, that's absolutely true. And, uh, you know, there, there are so many uh, rocket scientists, uh, 
we, we have a joke. It, it doesn't take a rocket scientist. Oh, well, wait a minute. We've got them as, as it does. But, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, but between, NASA, <laughs> between NASA and Blue Origin and, and others, um, we're, there are so many um, highly um, intelligent and skilled, uh, technologically-minded uh, folks. But the great thing about Huntsville, Madison, and, and the whole area, you know, you're, they're really high on the science level, but we're also a great location for art and music, um, the Museum of Art. So, you know, it's the whole left brain, right brain, and, and it's a well-balanced community. It truly is. Now, I hear this is the one place adults can go to camp, space camp. What's that all about? Well, space camp, and as a matter of fact, Mary Ellen, space camp is celebrating its 40th anniversary this summer. Uh, They started in the summer of 1982, uh, where yours truly, uh, that was the year I graduated high school. So um, I didn't go to to space camp then. But, yes, space camp is uh, for really everyone. Uh, ages seven or eight uh, on up, they've had um, uh, people who are over 90 years old go to uh, to space camp. And then there's special space camps uh, for international, for uh, teachers. Teachers go to space camp and they learn so many STEM uh, activities and um, they take it back to their classrooms. So even if they're students, can't go, uh, they benefit from the Space Camp and U.S. Space and Rocket Center experience. It's, a, it's a, an outstanding story, and that also dates back, that was Dr. Von Braun, you know, he said there really ought to be a, a training uh, place, a, a camp for, and he said youngsters, but uh, it also uh, equates into uh, people of all different ages, and it's more than just space. There's Aviation Challenge. And there's even uh, robotics and uh, cybersecurity. So it really has uh, taken off, if you uh, pardon the pun. There's been over a million graduates from Space Camp uh, in those 40 years. So it's, it's been a phenomenal program. Oh, I think when, when you talk space, we all become youngsters. <laughs> now, in addition, to, in addition to NASA's Marshall Space, Space Flight Center, you mentioned, and the Army's Aviation and Missile Command at Redstone Arsenal. You talked about Huntsville having a thriving arts and culinary culture and a historic legacy. Now, I also heard that Huntsville was just named Best Place to Live by U.S. News and World Report. You must have been pleased by that, maybe even surprised with that honor. Um, pleased, yes. Uh, you know, truly, it only confirmed what I already uh, knew in my heart and, and felt. You know, we're, we are a, a wonderful location, a, a community that's very welcoming to, uh, to folks coming in from, from other uh, parts of the country, other parts of the world. You know, I'm, I moved to Huntsville back in 1976. So um, it, it's almost exactly 46 years to the day when I moved to, to the Rocket City. Um, it was a different place then. It was still a great place, but um, population was, was a good bit um, uh, lower than, than it is now. We are now the uh, most populous city in the state of Alabama. Now, that's the city. Birmingham is still far more uh, populated in the metro area, but the mm-hmm. city itself uh, the city of Huntsville is larger than the city of Birmingham. So 
you know, we've really grown over the years, particularly over the last 10 years, and there's so the quality of life is is truly outstanding. Um, you know, my my son graduated from University of Alabama. He had his master's degree, and over the last six years, um, you know, he's come home from from Tuscaloosa, and and he said, Dad, you know, it's it's really changing. There's so much more for for young people to uh, to do, and so much more to to see. There's uh, even more hiking trails and and biking and water sports and um, I mean you, you name it um, there's so much to uh, to see and, and to do so um, it was not a surprise by uh, any means for me but I was very pleased that um, our community and, and our leaders were recognized for the hard work that they've done to uh, to really put the, uh, the North Alabama area and cities of Huntsville and Madison on the map you know for years, I heard, oh, well, t- tell me about Huntsville. Well, I, I don't know too much about it. In the last five or six years, what I have heard, and it's phenomenal, it, it's, it's so um, inspiring to me. You know, I'll say, oh, I'm from Huntsville, Alabama. Oh, Huntsville, I've heard good things. So we're, uh-huh. we're thrilled that that's the, uh, the perception, and we want to keep that uh, momentum going for, for sure. Absolutely. And We're talking Huntsville, Alabama, with Charles Winters. I'm sorry. Wasn't Huntsville actually the first capital of Alabama? Yes, absolutely. Um, the territory of Alabama, uh, it was a territory in the early 1800s, but um, the very first constitutional convention uh, for the state or the territory then was held in Huntsville in 1819. Uh, we were uh, the Constitution was ratified in uh, Washington D.C. by the by the Congress, and uh, we were admitted into the Union in December of 1819. And because of its location in North Alabama um, and its accessibility, uh, both by uh, trails, um, roads as they were then. And by the uh, the Tennessee River, it was decided that our, uh, the first capital of the state of Alabama would be Huntsville. Uh, but we also knew that it was a temporary um, honor, that um, there are actually uh, five different capitals, uh, which it's now uh, Montgomery. But Huntsville's history is, is rich. We've got homes that uh, date back to those early 1800s. In fact, the oldest uh, home in the state that's open to the public is the uh, Whedon House uh, Museum, and that's the uh, home of uh, poet and artist Maria Howard Whedon, uh, and she did some phenomenal paintings and uh, is, is one of the, uh, the well-known uh, uh from, from years past. Charles, I understand the new amphitheater just opened in Huntsville. Can you tell us about this new venue? Jan, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited about that. Um, we've been uh, waiting about a year and a half to almost two years for, for construction. The amphitheater, the Orion Amphitheater, opened uh, in May, and there have already been, since May, over 100,000 tickets sold to the, the venue. Now, it's an 8,000-seat open-air amphitheater, so you can tell how many times that has to be filled up to have 100,000 tickets 
and uh, it's it's going like gangbusters. Um, we've had some outstanding acts. Um, it's located in a central part of the city called uh, Mid City. Uh, it's a Mid City district. It's entertainment and uh, living and retail and dining. So uh, again, there are just so many things to uh, to see and and to do. Uh, the Orion Amphitheater has has really um, boosted us up um, in the the music scene. And we've already seen acts and performers that we've never seen previously in the community. Uh, now, I will say back in the 70s, 1975, 76, uh, Elvis Presley came through, and he had five sellout shows at the Von Brown Center. Uh, that is uh, a, a phenomenal feat, um, and we're looking forward to, uh, to some great things, uh, both at the Orion and continued success at, at other events like the, the Von Brown Center, they just opened a, a Mars Music Hall that has a capacity of about 1,200. It's great for regional acts, and they do still have the arena, which uh, can easily seat uh, 8,000 or so for a, uh, a sellout concert. So um, lots, of, uh, lots of great venues. And, you know, we're very convenient to, to Nashville. We're only about uh, two hours from Nashville, three and a half hours from, from Memphis, so, uh, you know, there's a, a, a big, rich music history. And uh, W.C. Handy, the father of the blues, he was the first band director at Alabama A&M University. So um, music mm. is, uh, is, in our, is in our past and is in our DNA, and we're, we're thrilled to, uh, to embrace it uh, today. Now, Charles, Madison County, where Huntsville is located, really depended on cotton for a long time. But that was before the advent of World War II and when the Army came to town to make munitions for the war effort. Wasn't that the start of the Redstone Arsenal, Charles? It, it was. It was. Um, you know, the World War II, that was, uh, it was just a very small uh, plant, uh, munitions plant in, in Huntsville, and World War II caused the, the demand to, uh, to really increase, uh, put a lot of people to, uh, to work locally for the, uh, for the war effort. Uh, and up until the 1970s even, we were still the top cotton-producing county in the state of Alabama. Now, that has gone by the wayside. That, uh, you know, so many of those cotton fields are, are now um, developments and are now uh, corporate headquarters uh, and manufacturing facilities. Uh, we've got Mazda Toyota um, manufacturing where uh, vehicles are actually being built in, in Huntsville. Polaris has um, uh, all-terrain vehicles. Uh, and so, you know, there's, there have been quite a few changes over the years. But, uh, yes, we, we started from a very agricultural, uh, agrarian economy, and uh, World War II and, and the Arsenal uh, really helped uh, open some people's eyes to some possibilities uh, for, for Huntsville and for North Alabama. Oh, it sounds it. We're talking Huntsville, Alabama with Charles Winters. Charles, you just mentioned the Redstone Arsenal. What about the Redstone Rocket? I understand the Korean War prompted the production of that rocket, and later the ballistic missile so important to American defense today. And you mentioned earlier the American satellite Explorer 1, the first one, Used a Jupiter rocket built in Huntsville. Yeah, that's that's absolutely true. Um, you know, Dr. Dr. Von Braun, um, after uh, the U.S. Navy was given the opportunity to respond to uh, Sputnik, which was 
the Soviet Union's satellite. Uh, unfortunately, their, their attempt was unsuccessful. Uh, they, they gave Dr. Von Braun, I believe, 90 days, and um, he said, I, I'll do it. He said, I can do it. Um, and on the 88th day, uh, from my understanding, that's when Explorer 1 was, was actually launched. So um, they used modified Jupiter rocket that was built and, and tested in Huntsville, and um, that's what put us back on uh, equal footing with the, uh, the Soviet Union, and eventually what took us to the, to the moon and uh, what will now take us beyond. So, yes, it's the, the story is, is phenomenal, um, and most people, unfortunately, don't realize that all of that work was done uh, in Alabama, at least the, uh, the research. Um, there are several NASA facilities that are key to uh, uh, our space program. But uh, Marshall Space Flight Center is, is definitely uh, one that um, they would have a, uh, a, a difficult time uh, finding uh, a better suited location and, uh, and better um, engineers and uh, a proven track record. So. When I was a kid, Charles, I remember seeing Werner von Braun talking about rockets and space travel on Walt Disney's television show. They might have started out in Fantasyland, but apparently moved to Tomorrowland pretty quickly, didn't they? <laughs> they? You know, they really did. And, you know, there there are so many things in, in Huntsville that, you know, we, we take for granted. Uh, the, the Space and Rocket Center, the U.S. Space and Rocket Center, is the most visited attraction in, in Alabama. And there is an actual Saturn V, one of only three Saturn V rockets uh, in existence. Uh, and it's located in uh, the Davidson Center, uh, at the U.S. Space and Rocket Center. Then there's also a full-scale mock-up uh, vertical. So it's a, there's a 363-foot rocket standing and, and greeting visitors as they come in uh, past the Space and Rocket Center uh, off of the interstate. So if you want to talk about uh, an iconic uh, welcome, um, I think that's probably a good bit taller than the Statue of Liberty, um, but we'll let New York have, have that. <laughs> Okay. And of course, when you go inside that rocket, you got to be careful not to push the wrong button. <laughs> well, you know, we we've not had that happen before, but that was the uh, the premise for Space Camp, uh, the the movie um, back from the uh, the 1980s. Uh, they actually had some uh, some campers go up into uh, into space. But uh, yeah, we're we're very careful about what buttons we uh, we push, and uh, uh, we because we want we want everybody to have a, a great visit and uh, not take any uh, unintended trips. <laughs> Well, I, I got to interject here. When I was 11 years old, uh, I took a bunch of other boys for a birthday party. We went to see a movie called Abbott Costello Go to Mars, and they were workmen in a rocket, and they pressed the wrong button, and they took off. I, I remember that movie, and, and it, it was hilarious. Um, I, I've loved Abbott and Costello, and, and I still do. Um, and, and I see that, and I see the, the Three Stooges go to space. And then you have some more futuristic and, and realistic ones like Forbidden Planet. Um, that was really groundbreaking. And, and I have seen um, the Warner Von Braun. Uh, he, he got on uh, Disney and was talking about space stations and, and all of those things yes. way, way early. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, in well, the Abbott... The Evan Costello movie, my favorite scene was when the rocket went through the Lincoln Tunnel. 
Um, yeah. Anyway, you got to see it. Now all of our listeners want to go see that movie. Abbott and Costello go to Mars. Great movie. And you're listening <laughs> to Travelwitz Radio with Dan Schlossberg and Mary Ellen Nugent Lee. Find the archive show on blogtalkradio.com or check out Travelwitz Radio on Facebook or also on iTunes. And we're talking Huntsville, the Rocket City, with Charles Winters. Charles, let's talk some more about Huntsville. Would you pinpoint its location for our listening audience? Oh, Mary Ellen, I'll be uh, happy to. Huntsville is centrally located in North Alabama. Uh, we're about equidistant between Nashville and Birmingham, uh, and really uh, Chattanooga. So we're within 100 miles of all three of those cities. And then we're within 200 miles of Atlanta, Memphis, and uh, Knoxville. So if you were to put a bullseye on the southeast, just, you know, right in the center, that would be Huntsville. And, and it's very easy to, uh, to get to Huntsville uh, via uh, interstate highways or uh, on uh, a number of different air, uh, airlines with the, uh, at the airport. So, yeah, it's, it's very easy to, uh, to get to. We are in a, a mountainous area. Uh, we're in the foothills of the Appalachian Mountains. So there's quite a bit of uh, elevation difference uh, uh, from location to location. Uh, we, the Tennessee River is uh, the southern border of Madison County. Uh, Huntsville, interestingly enough, is now in three different counties. Uh, Huntsville started in and is the seat of Madison County, but it's also in Limestone County and Morgan County. Morgan County just across the Tennessee River. So um, there are so many things, outdoor activities and boating, kayaking, um, you, you name it. But, yes, it's, it's easy for uh, a lot of uh, different uh, locations, to uh, people from uh, different locations to get to Huntsville. No wonder people love it. <laughs> now, we know one of its famous sons is Craig Kimbrell, the star relief pitcher of the Los Angeles Dodgers. Could you name some other Huntsville celebrities our listeners might know? Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, Lee High School in, in Huntsville. Uh, he went on to, to be the consummate relief pitcher for, for the Braves, um, the Red Sox, and is now with the, the Dodgers. Um, but in addition to Craig, Kyle Wright, uh, and he's currently with the Atlanta Braves, he's from Huntsville. Uh, went to mm-hmm. Huntsville High. I believe he's a product of uh, Vanderbilt. Uh, University, which is in Nashville. So, uh, you know, we, we've got a, a strong tie there to uh, to pitching and, and the Braves. And interestingly enough, former Major League pitcher Jimmy Key, and I know Dan will know that name, he's an all-star oh, yeah. and he was on two World Series winning clubs, the 92 Blue Jays, the 96 Yanks, and Dan, Dan, who did those two teams beat? <laughs> they both, we don't want to discuss that. <laughs> they, they, oh, they, it wasn't they, the Cubs, though. They both the Braves, unfortunately. Um, but uh, Jimmy Key is from Huntsville. But it's not just baseball. Well, let me, let me do one more, and this this is a good one for you, Dan. You, you ever heard of a guy called the Old Sarge? Gabby Street? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. Gabby was... Born in Huntsville in 1882. Let me tell you, there was no rockets at that time. (laughs) (laughs) 
but but Gabby Street is, is from Huntsville. Football Hall of Famer John Stallworth, uh, formerly with the Pittsburgh Steelers. He played his college ball at Alabama A&M University. Ah. He lives in the Rocket City. And then some other famous Huntsvillians include uh, Tallulah Bankhead. Mm-hmm. She, she was in uh, a star of stage and screen, as well as Jimmy Wales. Jimmy's a co-founder of Wikipedia. And John Hendricks, who is the uh, founder of uh, Discovery Channel. So we've got uh, quite a few uh, uh, famous Huntsvillians and uh, quite a few claims to fame, in addition to uh, all of those rocket scientists. Mm-hmm. Okay. We've got a lot to get in in less than five minutes to go. There are lots of places to go and things to do in Huntsville, from historic tours to spacewalk on Earth, of course. And I know you have more than 50 parks, several historic districts with 19th century houses, and a number of museums covering everything from art to railroad. How about the Reader's Digest version? Yeah, I'll, I can do that. Uh, you know, Harrison Brothers is, is fantastic. They're, they're run by the Historic Huntsville Foundation. It's a hardware store that's been in its current location since 1897, and um, it is a phenomenal place. You go in there and you, and you truly step back in time. Um, they uh, have moved away from hardware itself, but they are a great location for um, special Huntsville uh, local area gifts, and uh, they're actually doing a uh, uh, Rooted in History art exhibit right now. Um, Bridge Street mm-hmm. Town Center is, is a wonderful uh, uh, location for uh, shopping and, and dining, uh, a lot of upscale, upscale stores and, and movie theaters. You know, I, I talked about, um, you know, we've really grown. Last year, which is, you know, 2021 coming out of a, a pandemic, we had over 3.7 million visitors uh, in uh, Madison County. They spent over $1.7 billion, and that saved each and every household in Madison County more than $1,000 in taxes. So, wow. you know, that, that really helped support a lot of the um, uh, attractions and uh, locations like the Huntsville Botanical Garden, um, Campus uh, Number 805, um, the Low Mill Arts and Entertainment, the Mid-City District that I mentioned that is where the Orion Amphitheater is, and um, Stove House. Stove House is a repurposed um, stove manufacturing facility, and it's a performance venue. They have restaurants and um, bars, and there's so many different uh, activities that um, people of all ages can, uh, can enjoy. But what a great repurposing of uh, an, an historic building and uh, bringing it up to, uh, to be used and enjoyed uh, today. Wow. And what, Charles, is the Crush Wine and Food Festival? Crush Wine and Food Festival is um, it's actually in its eighth year, and um, it is September 19th through 25th this year, and it's going for a whole week, and it's just what it sounds like. It's a celebration of wine and food with special events and um, culinary activities. It's a, uh, a great time to, uh, to come to Huntsville uh, if you're planning a visit, and also noteworthy is uh, Huntsville Restaurant Week. This is the 10th year for, for Restaurant Week, Everybody knows it's too hot to cook in, in August. So August 12th <laughs> through the 21st is Huntsville Restaurant Week, and uh, it's part of a full month of uh, culinary month activities. 
So, you know, people people in Huntsville, they eat all different types of food. Um, we have abundant seafood, but barbecue and um, chicken and, I mean, you you name it, um, and that would be okay. a okay. wonderful time. I'm, I'm getting time. cued, so just how do our <laughs> listeners learn more about Huntsville? Well, the, the easiest thing to do is reach out to us on social media. Facebook and YouTube is uh, Huntsville CBD. Twitter is at GoToHuntsvilleAlabama. Pinterest, HuntsvilleAL, or Huntsville.org. Many thanks to my longtime good friend Charles Winters for being our guest on Travelist. Next week, we'll go to Newport, Rhode Island, where the Gilded Age lives, and talk to our old friend Evan Smith, president of Visit Newport. Now, this is Dan Schlossberg, along with Mary Ellen Nugent-Lee, saying thank you for your time this time. Until next time, good night and stay safe. <laughs>